Good morning. This is Rock Hard Caucus, episode 30. My name is Justin. We've got a special treat. It's been a while since we had the core four all in attendance, but everyone, all of the original founders of the Rock Hard Caucus are here for today's episode. Say hello to Chuck. Hello. Yeah, the audience is saying hello there's, to yeah, you. Yeah, they're supposed to say hello to you. I'm just saying hello back to them. Yeah, no, that was perfect. Like, you leave a little space for them, for the listener to say hello, and then you we say could, back. Oh, we like can hash that out in post-production. <laughs> like fucking Blue's Clues. <laughs> yeah. All right, now everybody say hello to Natalie. Hi, back, And then Natalie, you say hello like, back. Me? Let me say hello to her. To her. <laughs> And then, uh, <laughs> listeners, say hello to Evan. Hello, listeners. Perfect. That was great. I think they're all going to like that. There's a bit of like audience interaction there. <laughs> it's like I'm there with my friends. <laughs> so uh, it's it's been a while since we talked about our favorite store, Raygun. And I figured 30 is a decent milestone to return to an old favorite. Not long enough, if you ask me. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about, because I've been talking to them on Twitter ever since. (laughs) Yeah, Natalie's always picking fights with them. But on the show, we haven't discussed them in a while. And, you know, since the pandemic broke out, they've been selling COVID-themed products. Uh, They've got a whole page of them. Uh, it's a collection on their website called Fighting COVID-19. They've got a bunch of masks. They've got a bunch of t-shirts. They've got stickers. They've got fake graduation diplomas. <laughs> uh, you know, postcards, like graduation postcards. Um, and last night I sent this URL to everybody here and I asked them to pick their least favorite item on the page and maybe we can like take turns discussing the worst that this page has to offer uh does anyone want to go first yeah i'll go first uh so all of these are really bad and i thought that it was funny that there's only certain masks that are sold out because these all have like little like cheeky slogans on it just like Reagan has for everything i thought it was funny that the kids mask isn't sold out or even in short supply uh it's just you know (laughs) Very waspy women buying this shit for them fucking selves. Uh, there's a. Uh, I forgot that they dealed in like Nebraska and like Montana and like Kansas and Ohio and shit because they have masks that have each state on it. Mm-hmm. But the funniest thing to me is that like a lot of the stuff is sold out with like these little slogans on it, but nothing that says anything about being essential is sold out or even in short supply, which is like saying quite a bit about the people that are buying this stuff. Like none of these people are like in fucking harm's way. Like it's not no essential, like frontline workers are buying this shit. And if they, they do have it, it's because like some confused relative bought it for them and thought it was funny. Like, it's like, Oh yeah, my, my daughter, she's a, she's a Democrat. She would like this stuff. Like that's like, what I fucking see on this website. Like, I can't imagine anybody voluntarily wearing a shirt that's like, yeah, I'm essential. Like, I'm I'm yeah. loving going to work right that's now. That's right. Like, <laughs> if you're wearing a ray gun shirt, you are deemed unessential. Yes, <laughs> you are. You are an unessential person if you're wearing a ray gun shirt in public. You, in fact, might be the least essential person. My old work posted a picture of themselves all wearing a, yep, I'm essential t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh... yeah. I know, I know, it's dark, dark. 
That is the Raygun business model is confused relatives buying gifts for their <laughs> uh, liberal relatives. <laughs> or like a boss buying them for like all their employees, which I'm sure is what happened Apparently, in your yeah. old workplace. <laughs> yeah. Like everybody, all right, we need, let's get these shirts on everybody. Make sure you get the gloves on. All right, now you hold a, 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 a container of hand sanitizer. You hold the wipes. <laughs> I wish, this, go was viral. Yeah, I wish this was less true. I wish this was less true. I'll show you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I thought was the best was the the clearly non essential people leaving that yeah. stuff out. <laughs> um so I I chose five different t shirts. I'm going to try oh, not shit. to talk about all of them. Uh so I'll I'll just pick this one. <laughs> so imagine listeners in your mind a green t shirt and it has white text in it, text on it. All caps, you know, a Reagan oh, t-shirt. you're talking about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the text is all justified to the left. It's very clean. And it says, damn, it feels good to be a safe social distance. Oh, I didn't see that one. Oh, oh. I like how it's the same color as the Warren t-shirts. Oh. Uh, it's like very similar. <laughs> uh, it's not quite. This is called Heather Kelly Green. <laughs> Oh, oh uh, yes. And, Liberty Green yeah. wasn't right, that what uh, Liz Ward yeah. used. <laughs> yeah, like the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. I, um. So what I hate about this is that it's referencing "Damn, It Feels Good to Be a Gangster." You know the song, classic that, Get a Boy song. Uh, yeah, yeah, we all know from Office Space. Lots of black people wearing it. It's a little grammar <laughs> challenged, it seems. <laughs> and it's yeah, it's like. Where, it doesn't quite fit. Where is this reference coming from? Why are you talking about this song? Just <laughs> <laughs> white people know what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it doesn't. It doesn't even fit like the the meter of the song. Oh. Like, <laughs> damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Two syllables. Okay, safe social distance. Five syllables. It's way too long. This doesn't work. No. <laughs> It's the cadence not, completely broke down for these yeah, people. It's just not totally, good. totally ineffective parody. And also, yeah, just if you said that, it feels good to be a safe social distance. It, it feels good to be at a safe social yes, distance. That's correct. Yeah, or like a safe Come social on. distance from something. Or I thought like, these people were supposed to have gotten good grades at fucking English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is so bad. Like this is such a bad parody that like what it's parodying is is lost completely. Almost like you mm-hmm. almost can't pick up the reference like immediately if you haven't had your brain melted from looking at too much internet Rig, and like watching Rig too many movies shit. and stuff yeah, yeah like i hate when they have like inside jokes to themselves like because their oh. joke setup is always the same so like ugh, ugh. <laughs> yeah and this was uh, the kind of reference that people stopped making all the time like at least 15 years ago you know <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, real quick, <laughs> yeah. Office Space is a timeless classic, but uh, it is. This is this is a little behind the times, I think. I just saw one that I missed when I was looking through these last night, and I really hope one of you brings it up because it's my new favorite one. All of a sudden, like, what's your um, what's your next one, Justin? Yeah, I'll do another one. This one is bright yellow, and the text is it's kind of like a turquoise, turquoise blue. Actually, here I'll tell you what they call it. Wasabi is the color of the text, and banana cream is the color of the t-shirt. <laughs> and it says, I was homeschooled before it was mandatory. <laughs> Loser. I bet those Fucking are hot nerd. sellers. Yeah. You know, homeschooling seems to be more of like a conservative family 
thing to do. I don't know if this is really the ray gun audience. I mean, in my experience, all the kids that I... Well, I didn't know very many, but the few that I knew growing up that were homeschooled, they were from, like, not necessarily fully, like, conservative households, but, like, pretty religiously conservative households, yeah. which, what's the difference, but... Yeah, like, some sort of evangelical or, like, some yeah, Mormons yeah, do it. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. So, I don't... I feel like they're not really playing to their base here, but maybe they're trying to branch out a little bit and, like, bring in some of the... Uh, some of the audience that they don't usually have in their stores buying t-shirts. So I was homeschooled before it was mandatory. That's one that I don't expect to see on the street. Actually, I don't expect to see any of these on the street because nobody <laughs> is on the street. Yeah, who's buying this shit? Like, I really don't even see it that often out in public, like, if ever, really. Yeah, and these are specifically uh, to be worn around the house during lockdown. So I, I don't know. <laughs> you know they're for Zoom calls, man. <laughs> yeah, they're to annoy your coworkers with. <laughs> make your coworkers fucking wince every time they see your panel in the like, Zoom call. Yeah, wow. anytime you're in a Zoom call, you have to stand up so that everyone can see your shirt. Anyone who joins, you have to stand up. Oh, sorry about that. I didn't realize my uh, camera was that. <laughs> uh, Natalie, do you have any products that you would like to highlight? Right now, I'm looking at a portion of all pandemic shirt sales will go to support local food banks, which I'm always so suspicious when it says a portion. Oh, yes. Like yeah, a percentage. <laughs> yeah, not like 20%, just a portion. <laughs> well, the page that I have pulled up uh, says 35%. Ooh, so they're, they're specific good, on the shirt portion. page. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. I think, well, two of them are my favorite. One is the mask that you have to get, like, within inches of someone's face to read. Yeah, that's awful. (laughs) Well, first of all, like, all the masks are, like, hard to read. You would have to get up really close. But then there's one that's, like, if you're reading this, you're too close. Meaning that you have allowed someone to get too close to read your fucking mask. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Classic bumper sticker joke. My favorite is the Generation Unstoppable product line so (laughs) (laughs) it's i assume to the tune of we didn't start the fire very boomer song very Uh, very boomer tune yep so all the high schoolers love billy joel they're all billy joel heads i don't think this is i think this is us oh yeah it is it's definitely us because the first item on the list but you can go ahead well look at the bottom though it says Old Town Road is before graduation. Oh. Yeah, before graduation. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the first thing on there is 9-11, which like if you that you would have been if you graduated this year, it would have been before you were born. Yep. <laughs> that, that's funny that's to so think about. Stupid. <laughs> there are people that are old enough to go fucking die in Afghanistan and die in Iraq that weren't even alive when 9-11 happened. Like, what's the yeah. deal, dude? You get held back a grade? Or, or what? Anyone who can wear this shirt has to have repeated at least one grade in order for it to make sense. Um, so it comes in t-shirts and posters. The posters are on sale somehow. I don't know how it's not just oh, sweet. flying off the shelves. Um, but you, 
they released a helpful when this came out i think it was a little bit viral for being so stupid (laughs) (laughs) maybe just in left twitter who knows but they they also released information about how to sing it to the song so that you're sure that (laughs) oh thank god like how is this 9-11 war that doesn't work it already yeah too many syllables again (laughs) the second item war in afghanistan too long that's too many too many that doesn't fit 9-11 9-11 is fine, and then, no, this is a fucking disaster. I hate it. I just love how it jumps around from, like, yeah. really awful, awful things, and it's like iPods, MySpace, Facebook, The Great Recession, Lady Gaga. <laughs> like, so I remember those things. And it's then it so seems dark. like it gets, it starts out like very like consequential things. And then it seems to get like less important. Now it's like, oh, Laverne Cox, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Uh, ice bucket challenge, avocado toast, pizza rat. <laughs> Ooh, the pizza rat. I think the, the best juxtaposition on here is Gangnam Style, Sandy Hook. <laughs> Gangnam Style, Sandy Hook. Back to back. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. And then it's. Zoom Black Lives Matter. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is good shit. <laughs> Ferguson, Fifty Shades of Grey. So dark. <laughs> Wait, it's Zoom like sh- is it's like, like in the post. middle. Yeah. And Zoom is like only relevant for like the not, past not two even months. <laughs> a thing that anyone had even like heard of or used like, more than three months ago, as far as I know. My oh god, it's so fucking depressing. What is bed intruder? Oh, hide your kids, hide your wife. Oh, is that right? the guy who's like they raped everybody out here? Wife. Yeah. yeah, that's bed intruder. Antoine that's kind of Dodson. an old one now. Antoine yeah. Dodson was his name. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Guy rules. Actually. That's a classic now. Certified classic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll look it up. I don't know what this is, but anyway, you can't sing it to the song. It fucking sucks. It's dark. Grumpy Cat Gangnam Style Sandy Hook. (laughs) 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 It's It's not fucking funny, and it's also not consistent with your actual ages. So that's my least favorite one. I mean, it's pretty funny to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like the ultimate ray gun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It'd be funny if they they had like Vietnam War or something just like randomly. (laughs) (laughs) Just slip some things in to see if anybody notices. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Evan, do you have any you'd like to uh, point out? Yeah. um, I like that there's a bunch of, there's Lori Lightfoot and uh, Gretchen Whitmer. (laughs) Yeah. you know, stuff. And it's like very non specific. Like, it's I support that woman from Michigan. And then yeah. another <laughs> one. That's a reference still to something. Great supply. Another yeah. one just says that woman from Michigan. <laughs> probably, probably fucking something Trump said. Yeah. And there's Trump another one that's like Wolverine Queen, which I guess is what some of the anti protests or the anti lockdown protesters were also calling the her. Michigan Wolverine. Which, is, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. sounds. College. That's that sounds cool. Now yeah, that one's so, kind of cool. I'm buying that for Ashley. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So he called her quote that woman woman from Michigan. That's not funny. Yeah, but it's like no that? one's gonna even get the context of that at all. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not presidential. Obama never would have okay. said that. Yeah, you're <laughs> okay. <laughs> exactly. You're basically only broadcasting to like very online liberal people. <laughs> like no one is gonna get that reference. I'm sorry. How? Exactly, is the Trump Trump campaign store now funnier than Ray Gun? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, he's got some bangers in there right now. He's, he's gonna win a fucking landslide. You ain't black. It's amazing. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> that's my favorite thing so far that's happened. I cannot fucking believe he said that. Well, you know what? I believe it, but man, like, holy it's shit. So- 
<laughs> they had the shirt up there within the day. It's incredible. Yep. They're so, res- like, when Kamala Harris did that, it was, like, pre-planned. Like, they yeah. are, like, on it. And made the, like, fuck. Here's one that says, Mitch better have my money. Like That's how- the one I was going to say, too, that I missed. I couldn't believe. How dare you? How dare you take Rihanna like that? That's fuck on you. sale, too. It's in, <laughs> if They've got a surplus of them. they got to make room for new inventory. <laughs> oh, my God. All the ones that are on sale are all, like, just what the fuck like who's <laughs> buying this shit some of them are super cheap too like some of these shirts are like seven dollars that are on sale yeah yeah you, they're just giving them away at this rate yeah i uh, also like that they have partnered with bush light for several <laughs> t-shirts it's all you need is bush light and like big font and six feet of social distance and apparently bush light is going to add five dollars on top of the 35 percent they're already donating to the uh that's good iowa restaurant association well i that's good though that's good did i tell you guys i had a hoodie that said darn darn it feels good to be a, or not a hoodie a onesie that says darn it feels good to be a gangster that <laughs> someone uh. gave me for scout <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, it was yours for a second. I'm like, what, what do you mean? Like, a romper? <laughs> An adult onesie. <laughs> oh, yeah. also, there's the one, the mask that says, this looks like a simple mask, but really, it's part of a vast liberal Chinese conspiracy to destroy America and subvert white men. And it's sold out. Mm. <laughs> it's sold out of those. Oh, my God. You should wear that one. You should pair that one with the, damn, it feels good to be a social distancer or whatever. <laughs> show how much how cool you really are when you were pointing out uh all these like terrible ones that are on sale i noticed uh one that's not on sale which must mean it's it's selling okay and that's the one that says in case of emergency use this shirt as toilet paper <laughs> I mean, that's a, a, a little bit that's funny, like the best least. joke on all, any of yeah. them honestly <laughs> not saying much but yeah the text is poop colored because it's about poop <laughs> that's why it's funny nice these other shirts are like metaphorical poop, and that one's literally about poop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are there any more of these that we want to point out before we move on? Uh, I mean, there's some towels that have graphics on them that were kind of funny, also, but they're, those aren't as nearly as funny as stuff that people are tying to their face or like wearing on their bodies <laughs> out in public. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, how how embarrassing to see people, like, I've seen people wearing shirts like this in public, and I'm just like, that's so sad for you. Like, <laughs> They think it's the funniest shit ever. Like, they love, like, so being able to, like, tie their personality to something like this. You know, like, this is perfect for them. They love this shit. I'm happy for them. Like, yeah, like, your personality is a curation of your, like, assortment of aesthetic yeah. tastes instead oh, yeah. of, like, something... I have a couple ray gun shirts. They're real comfy, and I have the uh, proper amount of shame to only wear them to bed. <laughs> in the dark. Like, Cooper, turn the lights off, please. I'm wearing the ray gun shirt. <laughs> I have to put on my, my super soft bees are essential or whatever. <laughs> I will very briefly bring up one more. Uh, this shirt is royal blue with purple text. And it says, be nice. My wedding was canceled. Mm. And um, oh, how many times fuck. do you think this shirt gets worn? Uh, <laughs> is this like <laughs> yeah, a single-use like, t-shirt? I don't know. I think you've got like a, a like a window of like two months to wear that thing, if even, and then never again. I mean, that's true of lots of rig on shirts. Like, how long is this going to be something <laughs> anyone else would get? Why don't you just wear a shirt that just says, please ask me about my wedding? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just thought of something funny. Uh, so, in... Uh, 
professional sports when there's like a title game or like a, a finals game or whatever, right? They have to have a bunch of shirts and hats made up for both teams, no matter who wins. Oh yeah! And, uh, oh my god, I know team, what you're gonna say. <laughs> the I team know that loses, <laughs> yeah, the team that loses, their shirts all get like donated to like like impoverished yeah. countries or whatever. So it's yeah. really funny to imagine me like imagine like some fucking woman on a missionary trip and uh she's wearing a ray gun shirt and she's like surrounded by these kids like wearing oversized ray gun quarantine COVID-19 shirts <laughs> I swear that has come up on the show before it has to have it's too good of a bit not to <laughs> okay that's our ray gun segment yeah. for today yeah. You're welcome, <laughs> listeners. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> uh, so let's move on to a bit of recent news. I'm using the Little Village reporting on this, uh, but it's it's widespread. This is like on every local news station. Uh, this is Paul Brennan writing in the Little Village on May 17th. His headline is, Iowa awarded millions of dollars in PPE contracts to a company that sells t-shirts and yard signs to Republican candidates. So we've got a bit of a segue there with the t-shirts in the headline. So that's well done. That's, uh, yeah, quality uh, show building here from me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We went from the liberal t-shirts to the Trump re-election t-shirts. <laughs> but yeah, this story's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, it gets pretty nuts. Here's the body of the article. The state of Iowa awarded contracts worth millions of dollars for personal protective equipment to a Des Moines company best known for providing campaign signs to Republican candidates. In three contracts worth $7.2 million, the state agreed to purchase 1 million isolation gowns and 100,000 clear plastic goggles through Competitive Edge Incorporated, a Des Moines business that has never sold either. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. And that's Brennan uh, quoting Ryan Foley from the Associated Press. Uh, Continuing the quote, The company supplies promotional items like t-shirts and has long been a go-to vendor for Republican campaigns buying yard and barn signs. Yeah, I've seen the barn signs before. I've got a neighbor that lives maybe, he's not really my neighbor, but he lives a few blocks away from me. And his backyard is just loaded with those little plastic, like, kids' jungle gyms that they can only use until they're, like, maybe two years old and they outgrow them. (laughs) But he's got a fuckload of those back there and, like, a swing set and, like, no grass in his backyard and, like, this shitty barn-looking garage with a massive, like, Trump pens at the entire (laughs) side of its cover. Dude, it's no shit. It's probably 12 by, like, 30. It's massive. Holy shit. Wow. That's (laughs) really big. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Barn signs, dude. (laughs) The company's owner, David Greenspawn, told Foley (laughs) state agencies had contacted him because his company imports campaign items from China, and he has business connections in that country. Greenspawn said he is overseeing production of the isolation gowns and plastic goggles at three factories in China. What a scandal. These products are being produced in China, folks. (laughs) Imagine having it buying something at the store produced in China. <laughs> Imagine the state buying Chinese made protective equipment. Wow. Through their campaign donor guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no corruption here. Yeah. Greenspawn is charging the state six ninety six per gown and two fifty nine for each pair of goggles. Which seems high. That seems high that to me. Seem- I don't know. Have you ever worn one of those gowns? They're like very, very, very thin. Yeah. That's an insane price. It's like paper, yeah. It's like I don't paper. Think so, no. Tissue Are they paper. Worse than the hospital gowns or like No, they're like 
they're like single-use paper gowns. Oh, okay. Now I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that, that does seem pretty high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he said neither item will be medical grade. <laughs> so what's the point? <laughs> Full disclaimer. Better than nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Governor Reynolds suspended the state's normal open bidding process for goods and services needed to address the COVID-19 pandemic on March 9th. So the competitive edge contracts were awarded without going through the process. We were lucky enough to get some business. I am happy about that. I like to be lucky. busy. <laughs> Greenspawn told Foley. <laughs> he sounds like a fucking Fallout NPC. <laughs> <laughs> I like, like to be busy. He, as soon as the interview's over, he just like goes to sit down at a radio and like any time I talk to him, he's just like, "Go away, I'm thinking." <laughs> <laughs> it's been a tough few months, but we didn't close through any of it. Maybe that was fortuitous. When somebody from the state called, we were here. Yeah, we hate when other people suckle from the government's teeth, but when it comes to us getting a no bid contract, then it's like hell yeah. <laughs> Let's actually let's go back to work. Get, yeah, we're getting our investment back. We pay taxes. This is our, just our tax money. Yeah. Greenspawn said the gowns and goggles will be delivered to Iowa over the next month. The state was facing a sometimes severe shortage of PPE in March and April, but at her press conference on Friday, Governor Reynolds said the state's supply was now quote in good shape. According to the governor, this weekend will be the first time we won't be delivering PPEs to counties across the state. Until now, National Guard members have been used to deliver PPE from the state stockpile to counties on weekends. I like the phrasing there. National Guard members have been used. (laughs) Pat, love that passive voice, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. The most significant COVID-19 related contract awarded without following the state's opening process is the $26 million contract Governor Reynolds gave to Nomi Health for Test Iowa. Uh, that's something that we haven't discussed on the show, but I'm oh, sure. Oh yeah, how's that working of. out? <laughs> yeah. I was doing really. They're batting a hundred on these fucking no bid contracts. Yep, yep. <laughs> Impressive. And test Iowa. That was the one that involved uh, state hero uh, Ashton Kutcher, right? Yeah, he yes. knew a tech bro in Utah, and he's like, "Hey, Kim, why don't you give this guy a bunch of money? Because he's my friend." She was like, <laughs> "Sure." That's Sounds good. We're going to get 3,000 tests very, a day. It's a very incestuous relationship. Asterisk per week. <laughs> <laughs> and half the tests don't work. Well, less than half, but more than more than they should. <laughs> yeah, I, I've read that it's been getting better, but uh, yeah, when it started out, it was a very uh, dubious and inconclusive test results. It's a fucking disaster. Now, anyone can get a test, though. You can go and sign up for a test now when you actually get it. Or if it actually happens, that's another story. But they're not limiting to people who have symptoms anymore, apparently. Uh, yeah, it says here, uh, the week of May 11th, Test Iowa processed uh, 3,100 tests for the entire week. 3,100. And they had been promising 3,000 a day. <laughs> yeah, that, that's funny. Wow. It makes me think, uh, I've got one of those not far from my work at all. Like, it's just down the road. And uh, I stopped to go eat at uh, Ponchero's after work the other day, and I went in to get my burrito, and uh, I, I know the manager there because we I see him all the time, and uh, I was like, so how's, how's, how's it been? And he's like, oh, it's been really busy. He's like, all the staff from the Test Iowa over there from the National Guard, they order from us all the time and come in to get food, and I was like, why the fuck did you tell me that? <laughs> like, why would you tell me that? It's like, oh, I don't know. It's just, you know. I'm like, no. Like, come on, man. 
It's like all the plague doctors have been in here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and the rest of this article is just sort of going over numbers. Like uh, 14,651 confirmed cases of the virus uh, statewide. Uh, Five more Iowans have died from the virus at the time of this reporting. So our current death toll as of May 17th was 351. No big deal. We're <laughs> over 400 now. Oh, are we? Shit. I believe so. Okay. Wow. It's been a bad week. Um, let's move over to this other article on the subject. And this is where this gets a little bit uh, dark. There's some abuse stuff in this. So if you're sensitive to that kind of thing, you may want to turn your ears off for a few minutes. Uh, this is the KCRG article uh, reporting on Greenspawn and Competitive Edge and that whole situation. Uh, headline is, Owner of vendor awarded no-bid coronavirus contract charged with felony and assault on woman in November. Oh, what do you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this came out two days later on May 19th. Uh, yeah, this was also from Ryan Foley of the Associated Press originally. A Republican donor was awarded millions of dollars in no-bid contracts to supply personal protective equipment to Iowa's executive branch, despite facing a pending felony charge alleging he brutally beat a woman last November. David Greenspawn, owner of Competitive Edge Incorporated, is charged with willful injury causing serious injury in the November 2019 assault at his West Des Moines mansion. (laughs) Jesus fuck. Of course. I mean, of course. Do we expect anything different? <laughs> no, it's almost become like a like a staple of like ascending to any power as a man in the United States is you just like use women as like a stepping stone on your way there. Like something you've done something fucking horrible and it's just like doesn't matter. This is why cancel culture is not fucking real, is because people like this are still doing whatever they want i mean never fucking, be canceled yeah. yeah you cannot be canceled as long as you way, have the right connections like that's right yeah mm-hmm. like there's no such thing like cancellation upon death is really the only <laughs> only way that it's possible like you're never fully the platform you never lose all of your money like the word cancellation is like it's overdone stopped like fucking come on like i hate these people <laughs> yeah well i think this guy is problematic and i'm gonna tweet about it he will never be welcome. Yes. On <laughs> yes. If he doesn't respond to my tweet by midnight tonight, I will officially cancel him. <laughs> uh, police say he kicked and struck the 37-year-old ex-lover numerous times in the head and face, chipping her front Jesus. tooth and bruising her ribs. Yeah, fucked oh up. Oh, my God. Holy fuck. Uh, remember, she's 37. Uh, Next paragraph. The woman who was on the floor and intoxicated recorded part of the alleged attack on her cell phone. Police arrested Greenspawn 63 two weeks later after reviewing the video. So he's uh, almost 30 years older than her. Bit of an age gap. Yeah. Once you're in your 30s, it doesn't really matter. But it's worth noting. There's a pretty big age gap there. Uh, Yeah. So she has video of him attacking her. Uh, Greenspawn has pleaded not guilty. <laughs> Despite the video <laughs> evidence, uh, I am not guilty of this. Yeah, or maybe he's just like trying to plead down. Like, it, a he's trying to I'm plead sure, down. But, I would, I would yeah. guess, considering she took fucking video of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, let, let me. <laughs> okay, he he pleaded not guilty under a defense of property theory. Oh boy, that's gonna work. Oh, too. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah. 
arguing that he used appropriate force to remove a trespasser from his home. Oh, God. He's got the legal firepower to, to make that work, too. Probably. He allegedly told police that he slapped the woman twice to try to get her senseful. That's in quotes. To try and get her <laughs> senseful. Who is he? Fucking Bing Crosby? <laughs> It sounds like his story is changing here. Like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> to get her senseful. Senseful, yeah. Snap out of it. So he slapped her twice when she would not leave, but that he didn't beat her. <laughs> if convicted, Greenspawn okay. faces up to 10 years in prison. Uh, let me just review the physical evidence on the woman. Uh, chipping her front tooth and bruising her ribs. Doesn't really sound like the result of Doesn't sound like a slap. fucking slap. Yeah. No. They're always saying it's a slap. For some reason, yeah. that's their favorite thing. O.J. Simpson used the word slap a mm. lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he slapped her. Uh, the state doesn't conduct criminal background checks when awarding contracts and was unaware of the allegations against Greenspawn, said Department of Administration Services spokeswoman Tammy Weensek, Weensek? W-I-E-N-C-E-K. I'm not going to pronounce that properly. Winnesek? Ween check. I don't know. <laughs> the state checks on whether companies are in good standing, she said. <laughs> so they don't do any criminal background checks when awarding a no-bid contract to a Republican campaign vendor, basically. Oh, that's so fucked well, up. up. They reiterate at the end, Competitive Edge was awarded $7.2 million in contracts for gowns and goggles with a Des Moines business that has never previously sold either and is known for making Republican campaign signs. Yeah, The fact that he had all those previous connections means that there, someone knew. Like, there is absolutely zero oh, yeah. chance that he got the contract without someone involved in the process knowing. Yeah, all of them knew. They have to know Everyone his personal did. life if they, they contacted him. Yeah. No, they don't. They care, obviously. don't realize that other people might care. I feel like half of it is just that it it's a nothing to them. Yeah. So like they're like, why is this a scandal? It wouldn't even, you know. Yeah. It's just like they're like innocent until proven guilty. So fucked up. Like let the justice house. system do its job. Don't pay any mind to the fact that we control the justice system. <laughs> right. <laughs> it happened on his property, so it's. <laughs> I guess we'll see, but I don't know. It's fucking disturbing. Yeah, it's pretty nasty stuff. That's some real, like, slavery-ass shit that we, like, always refer to, like, you can do anything if it's on your own property. Yeah. Like, just, and, you know, that's only gotten worse with, like, stand your ground and stuff. It's just, like, it's sick. Castle doctrine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't that ring an alarm bell to you? What the fuck? There's nothing conservatives think is more important than property. I fucking swear, dude. Oh, like, yeah. That's all that matters to these people. Like, that's not, there's other things that matter, but like, that's like the most important thing to them. Yep. Yeah, that's the top of the period. Property rights. And like, women are their property. So, yep. like, yep. fucking wild. Awful. Yeah, well, I mean, the good thing there is that she got a partial video of the incident and, you know, got the video to authorities. And that's the reason they arrested him. So, there must have been decent evidence in the video. So. With any luck, he will face some sort of consequences, but, you know, he's a guy with a mansion who just got a state contract, so <laughs> he's yeah. obviously well-connected. set. High on yeah. the hog. He'll plead out to something super minor, I bet. Slap on the wrist. Fine. Maybe you have to attend a class or two. Didn't you say the charges that he was already charged with were carried, like, up to 10 years or something? Yeah, if convicted, he faces up to 10 years. I doubt he'll he sees the inside of a jail cell. So. Yeah, he might, yeah, he might do a weekend. 
Justice is served. House arrest. He'll do. He'll do some house arrest. So and then he he'll hang go out back his to his mansion with his fucking million dollar contract from the state. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That he probably gets paid regardless of like what actually he actually procures. Yeah. Right. I mean, not doing the background check means he gets the um fucking bid or whatever and so therefore if he has to pay a tiny amount to this woman it doesn't matter because they already got this like fuck you i like you should always have your phone out if i ever see cops like talking to anyone i always stop and pull out my phone if i'm walking to my car at night it's dark i stop and pull out my phone if i'm running i have my phone and i feel like this is the thing that we need to like do as much as possible is video because that's what's bringing like people's ability to document police brutality too so yep. and you yeah. can't trust the the body cam to be on or like the body cam no, footage no, no. should not mysteriously become unusable yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i will just like i remember being in a park one time and the police had stopped what looked like a, a mentally ill black dude and i just sat and put up my phone and filmed it and it's it just seemed like that like they did notice that I don't know. And maybe it makes a change, maybe it doesn't, but I feel like... No, it's definitely good. No, it's, I mean... Do it secretly if you're a person of color. I don't, I'm not trying to tell someone that they should hold up their phone like I was, because I was a lot safer in that situation, but still. Yeah, someone that looks like you or me can get away with that, usually. What I see a lot of people do is, uh, they wear shirts that have, like, a front pocket on it, and they just, like, put the phone in their... Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, put the phone in the front pocket facing outwards, like, the lens is sticking out. And, like, Mm -hmm. it's basically your own personal body cam. So, like, your hands can be free for whatever you might need them for. And, you know, it's just, it's not as, like, it's it's a little more unassuming. You know, it's, it's, Mm -hmm. people will notice it, obviously, if they are attentive at all. But, you know, it's better than, like, staying there and, like, holding it. You know what I mean? Which, obviously, is going to be an option most of the time. Most people don't wear shirts with a front pocket on it, I don't think. But (laughs) I do. I I see that a lot. I see, like, the front jacket pocket, you know. Well, that's because you're a man of taste. How dare you? (laughs) Just stick it in your tits, ladies. (laughs) What are they there for? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yep, so always have your phone at the ready when you are interacting with police or with millionaire business owners in their West Des Moines mansions because you you may may need the evidence later. Uh, Well, she isn't pulling out anything and filming it if she isn't like had an experience before well apparently her having that doesn't matter too much but like yeah well with any luck she'll get some money out of it at the very least yeah so she can get some therapy since it isn't free Mm -hmm. so hopefully yeah so that that story is pretty outrageous and has some pretty nasty dark elements to it but i have something a lot funnier to uh close the show with and we've had a bit of a personal interaction with the people involved with this story. <laughs> this comes to us from the Iowa State Daily. That's uh, Iowa State's newspaper, student paper. Um, we often neglect that part of the state on on this show because uh, there's nothing of worth up. <laughs> 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 no, just kidding. A- Ames is the good part of that district, so uh, we. I- I'm glad to be covering a story from there for the first time in quite a while. Uh, this is written by Amber Momond. Not sure about her last name either, but uh, it's a it's like a well-researched uh, story here from Amber. Uh, this is called Iowa State College Republicans Impeach Former President. This is uh, intriguing. Right, and the picture of this guy 
it's exactly what you would imagine yeah. <laughs> him to look like after you hear this story. Absolutely. Uh, the Iowa State College Republicans are trying to impeach their former president, charging him with sexual harassment, abuse of power, blackmail threats, violent threats, and um, I think this is a typo, but it says the unbecoming of a member. So some sort of actions that are unbecoming of a member of their group. Why do they use the term former president? Like, are they trying to, like, disassociate with him having been the president in the past or? Well, he actually was the former president, like, at the time. Like, they elected somebody else, like, over a year ago, I think. Yeah. Okay. Now they're trying to kick him out for good. Yeah, they're okay. trying to, like, I actually okay. remove him so entirely he's still a part of, group. okay, I got yeah, you. Yeah. I didn't know if yeah. he had, like, graduated or, like, they're, like, trying to, like, you know distance themselves from this person like yeah after retroactively <laughs> testimonies have been collected about jacob vlad minock of All course right. his nickname is vlad, <laughs> vlad. his name yeah. is jacob and he goes by vlad <laughs> russia anybody <laughs> dude it's definitely like a meme thing like 4chan meme thing it's gotta be oh my god Oh, I wish that you guys didn't teach me this stuff. <laughs> it's better oh. than for us to have taught you than if you'd have found oh. out on your own. <laughs> oh, these dudes teach me the worst stuff. It is absolutely a meme. It's some kind of, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> it's probably, I've I've seen this, like a drawing of uh, Putin that looks like Pepe, the one with his hands folded in front of him. Yeah, there's plenty of those. Probably that. Mm. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Jacob is a graduate student in business administration. Sorry, Vlad is a graduate student in business administration. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, testimonies have been collected from current and past members of college Republicans during the last four months to compile what college Republicans call impeachment documents. <laughs> and there's a link there. The words impeachment documents go to a Google Doc. It's eight pages of allegations against this guy. Uh, only eight? No big deal. <laughs> yeah, and the... The name of the file is Vlad Allegations and Testimonies PDF. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, won't lose that one. Yeah, I'm not going to go through the whole thing because the article like summarizes it, but it's worth worth a read for anyone interested in learning more about Vlad. Um, it's it's really dark, like trigger warning for like violence against women. It's disgusting. Can I like? point out like one thing that I've been thinking about a lot sure. that he did mm-hmm. is the hard R Fridays. Yeah. I- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Don't, don't say any more yet because that, that's in the okay. article. Okay, sorry. But yeah, sorry. just a teaser, the folks. The allegations are bad. Yeah. <laughs> teaser, hard R Fridays. <laughs> I'm just glad that I didn't know. one impeachment process is actually working as intended. <laughs> yeah. How would you guys say his last name? M I N O C K. Minock. Minock. That's I like that. Minock. Yeah. Minock. I'll go with Minock. Minock has officially retired from both the state level and the college level, said Ryan Hurley, uh, current president of Iowa State College Republicans and sophomore in pre-business. Ugh, God. <laughs> of course. <laughs> pre-business. Some pre-business psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> Baby's <We're> first like- <laughs> major. <laughs> for all the like shitting on the humanities there is nothing emptier or stupider than a business degree for real <laughs> like, i'm actually uh, you pretend that you actually went to real school if you have a business degree. <laughs> yes <laughs> basically any kid that's going for anything like that it's just like their dad is like you have to have something before i've actually turned my business over to you so you have yeah. Yeah. at least some credibility or before i i'd stick you right in this high-ranking position at my business <laughs> 
<laughs> so true. Like, do something, please. All of the biggest twats in Bermuda shorts, like, (laughs) (laughs) we're all in fucking business and then doing date rape on the weekends. God. Mm -hmm. So, uh... Popped pastel collars. Yes. Yeah, pop pastel collars. They got the Sperry's in the business class. Yeah. Doing Uh, the... Got the Rohypnol at home. (laughs) A quick uh, note about him is, I actually just looked up his... Facebook profile, Uh-oh. and him and I have a mutual friend that I know, and I'm gonna maybe yeah. uh, ask for some details. And like his profile picture is him like standing on a balcony with the ocean in the background, and like these palm trees, and this like nicely mown grass. And he's got he's wearing an all white white button up shirt, white pants. Oh my god! Sunglasses. I'm looking at it. Hair slicked back, and he's just kind of like looking off to the side. As the camera. Oh, he looks like fucking um, Eric Trump. <laughs> he kind of does look like Eric Trump. <laughs> he probably loves that, though. I'm sure. All right, so Ryan Ryan Hurley is the current president of Iowa State College Republicans, and he says Manak has officially retired from uh, their group, but he is currently involved with Young Republicans, which is another group of Republicans not on campus. Uh, okay. <laughs> but this impeachment is about them wanting to send a strong message. The College Republicans' constitution states that members must act with honesty, integrity, and kindness towards others. Uh-huh. It sounds like the opposite of what the young Republicans are about. Yeah, like it's a lot kindness. of dick-waving anymore. Yeah, Yeah, kindness in particular. Uh, not. Yeah. Uh, you Fuck. wouldn't be in this group if that was Not a trait I typically associate with, with Republicans. According to Article 3, Section 1 of their Constitution, members of college Republicans cannot discriminate based on race, ethnicity, sex, pregnancy, color, religion, <laughs> national origin, oh, yes, physical or mental I... disabilities, age, marital yes. status, sexual orientation, gender identity, genetic <laughs> information, <laughs> or status as Unreal. a U.S. veteran. <laughs> Unreal. I have a feeling that this contradicts their uh, long tradition of hard R Fridays. <laughs> Jesus. Members who do not meet the minimum expectation can be removed from college Republicans by impeachment proceedings, according to Article 3, Section 5. We don't tolerate these sorts of actions that are unbecoming of a member, and even if he doesn't attend the meetings, we do not want those sorts of attitudes to be at college Republicans, Hurley said. The impeachment can be initiated by officers of college Republicans. It requires a three-fourths vote... Yeah, I'm I'm blocked by Ryan Hurley. Oh, what? interesting. <laughs> on Facebook or on Twitter? <laughs> no, on Twitter. <laughs> Sorry, you can continue reading. I was just excited. <laughs> well, since you brought it up, we should Hurley. just mention what happened yesterday. So when this story came out, Natalie noticed it, and she was replying to tweets from the Iowa State College Republicans account <laughs> uh, with screenshots from this article (laughs) and was blocked pretty much instantly like very quickly got the james woods insta block shortly after that um the rock hard caucus account was also blocked as well as all of our personal accounts (laughs) right despite having not interacted with him at all on several of those accounts like they just looked out clicked on my profile found the rock shit i haven't even tweeted for like a week or two (laughs) yeah me either Just fucking incredible. And then replied to me. While right, you were blocked, blocking, like a coward, yeah. while I was blocked. cowardly shit. 
coward fucking babies. And they Teeny tiny some, little babies. They reply with they anime with shit. Anime bullshit. <laughs> yeah. 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 Very on brand. Cowards Very too. on brand. So anyone listening, please take this episode and tweet it at the Iowa <laughs> <laughs> College Republicans since I cannot. Yeah, I believe it's uh, <laughs> at iStateCRS is how you find them. Yeah, all I need is those psychos doxing me. <laughs> They're very oh, sensitive God. to uh, the story that just came out about them. And Natalie just noticed that Ryan Hurley has personally blocked her as well. So <laughs> you, may, <laughs> you may have fun with those guys. Uh, the impeachment can be initiated by officers of college Republicans. It requires a three-fourths vote of all present voting members, according to Article 7, Section 2 of the group's constitution. The member who is getting impeached must be notified seven days before the vote takes place. The member will also be allowed to speak before the club at the time of the vote, but he or she is not required to, according to Article 7, Section 2 of the Constitution. I love how she like really gets into all of their <laughs> documents here. <laughs> Minock did not respond to repeated requests for comment by the Iowa State Daily. The Iowa State Daily contacted him twice on Sunday by phone and email, and twice on Monday by phone and email. <laughs> and here's where they get into the allegations against Vlad. This section is titled Sexual Harassment. Four sexual harassment claims have been made, according to the document, during the 2017-2018 academic year, when the Young Americans for Freedom at Ames High School came to an Iowa State College Republicans meeting. Imagine the Young Americans for Freedom group at Ames High School. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just dark already. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's fucking astroturfed, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. fucking A it fucking. is. Oh, yeah. Mr. Minock informed a member that he had dibs on a female member of the high school group when she became a freshman at <laughs> Iowa State University God. in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm entitled to her. Yeah, you guys stay away from her. Awful presumptuous. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously, she's going to like me. <laughs> yes so please stay away you other mm. weird creepy fucking <laughs> blue blood motherfuckers i don't know if he's that concerned that she likes him or not yeah right. yeah well that's true i guess uh, unfortunately right yeah i mean i have i have dibs to rohit and all that minor I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm majoring in pre-business and following girls home from the bar <laughs> The document also stated Manak asked a member which high school girl he, quote, wanted to have at a campus event in December 2019. According to the document, three female students at Iowa State said they stopped attending the college Republican meetings because of the behavior Manak presented toward women. Although that was the that was a straw too far. <laughs> well. Like not <laughs> the girls, man. You're creeping the girls out. <laughs> Stop saying poggers around the girls, bro. You're scaring them. <laughs> Wait, what's that? <laughs> it's a it's a Twitch thing. I don't know what that is either. Yeah, okay, I, never mind. <laughs> the joke is for I guess a few people that might listen to the show. Okay, <laughs> moving on. The article stated Manak said he wanted to recruit freshman women for Iowa State College Republicans because he wanted to quote lay pipe. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Or sleep with them. <laughs> no, no, actually, he was trying to, to make another oil pipeline. Yes, he's actually very into... He's a plumber. He's in the Plumbers and Pipefitters Union, actually, and he's trying to expand <laughs> out and build it. A lot of the old guys are retiring, so... You yeah, know, he's learning, he's learning a trade, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, have some respect. I thought that's what you wanted. You wanted them to learn yes. trades. 
<laughs> and he's trying to get young women involved in the trade as well. Yeah, yeah diversity. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that it's like, so, you know, you're going to college for journalism, and what you have to do is fucking help people understand what lay pipe means. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Dear reader, lay pipe means getting fucked. <laughs> There's another one of those it's things later. Note. That's, yeah. While I attended College Republicans, I was at a meeting and witnessed Vlad make several comments that one of the then-members shouldn't run for a position because she was a woman. An anonymous accuser wrote in the document, Not too long after, I was at another meeting where multiple pictures of girls in bikinis were used in a PowerPoint. (laughs) Dude, your bylaws mean nothing when someone like this is in charge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have to have 75%. Do you think he's just going to say some like little sob story before the uh, vote and then... like? 75%. 75%. I don't see like how they actually are going to impeach him if it requires that many people. We'll see. There, there's more stuff in the document that makes me think that uh, they may be united against him. Oh. I mean, also, it pisses me off that it's like this is the worst consequence for all of this stuff. Like, some of this is like crime. Like, <laughs> like you, know, you can't. I mean, I know it's like technically not, but like stuff with like saying that kind of stuff about high school Yeah, this girls, might be stuff that would like, be, like, grounds for like being kinda... dismissed from school. Yes. Yeah, you should be expelled for this. And he's this a grad is the student. Worst thing, this is the worst thing that's happening to you, and it will be the worst thing that ever happened to him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And he'll Absolutely. feel persecuted for the rest of his life instead of, like, getting actual consequences from the school for doing that kind of thing. Uh, so, the, yeah, there was the, uh, he said a, wom- a woman shouldn't run for a uh, an official position within the group and he had pictures of girls in bikinis and a powerpoint and the anonymous accuser says that that was the last meeting she attended because the culture and environment vlad created reeked of sexism imagine that young republicans <laughs> i mean again you're in the young republicans and this was your last you know a little bit it's like oh mm, well yeah. maybe i mean uh silver lining maybe his awful behavior made some people rethink some things i don't know i highly doubt it yeah (laughs) i highly doubt it (laughs) okay you're right (laughs) uh next section is titled abuse of power the document also stated that Menak used the college republicans data inappropriately by having people write their phone numbers down in order to add them to a group chat Directly after the meeting, Mr. Manock added Laura Emery and one other anonymous female on Snapchat by phone number, demonstrating a serious breach of trust, according to the document. Hurley said the numbers are for club purposes only. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. I'm sure he had some club purpose that he wanted to have those for. It's very important, you know, because Snapchat is never used for anything that's, like, not shady, I guess. Yeah. It's their business only. Yeah, business only Snapchat. Business only on Snapchat. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, When somebody signs up, they give their phone number. It is highly inappropriate to take that number and use it that way, Hurley said. A reminder, Hurley is the current president. Unless it's directly about club information, if you were to text somebody, hey, there's going to be a college Republican meeting, that would be okay. But it seems that he was not using it in that way. Yeah, no shit. Oh, you don't share your meeting times via Snap? (laughs) (laughs) The best way to remember a meeting is through the the app that disappears. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) One accuser who remained anonymous in the document detailed their accusation. I signed up for college Republicans and put my phone number in for the group me. But after one college Republican meeting, Vlad added me on Snapchat using the number from the sheet. The accuser said in the document, it gave me a very weird feeling, and I did not return to college Republicans. 
Uh, Menach had also sent an email from the College Republicans email account with a suggestion to vote in the Miss Polsky USA pageant, according to the document, which a female member of College Republicans who has since graduated said found this to be very weird and creepy and I did not return to College Republicans after. Actually, this is chivalry, all this stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, once again, silver lining, he uh, pushed a bunch of women out of a Republican group. Which I'm sure, yeah. you know, maybe they're not entirely upset about. They can apparently it's it's a little boys' club if it this kind yeah. of shit's going on from the president. So mm-hmm. I have to, yeah. I doubt they fucking care. It's not like they're gonna would have taken those members seriously. No, anyway. absolutely not. Like mm-hmm. obviously, yeah. I think probably all the problems are solved now that this one guy is out. <laughs> yeah. so. Yes, I'm sure the culture of toxicity that is deep within the DNA of. Republicans inherently is gone now, especially young ones that have 24-7 access to the internet. Uh, they include a screenshot of that email with the encouraging the members to vote on a beauty pageant. Uh, he includes a link to it, and he says, if you don't know who to vote for, I'm just saying Jess Poplowski follows me on Insta. So he's using his uh, position in his college Republicans to help someone win a beauty pageant in Illinois. That's clout. That's so nice of him. It's clout, baby. <laughs> clout. <laughs> Uh, next section is titled "Threaten to Blackmail." <laughs> One allegation has been made, according to the document, of Manak threatening to blackmail a student. In the fall of 2019, I witnessed Vlad secretly record a student that talked about the legalization of marijuana, and admit that he smoked it in a presentation. Uh, this is from Kimberly Zavosky, secretary for College Republicans and senior in elementary education. Uh, she goes on, this student had previously removed Manak from a group chat on GroupMe for reasons unknown to me. After the student had finished speaking, Manak publicly and clearly threatened to send the recording to a company with which the student was seeking an internship, unless the student oh re-added God. him to the group chat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's so nice. That's Roy Cohn playbook, dude. Hell the yeah. Blood of, the blood of the Republican Party. Roy Cohn, man. He will never go away. Doesn't matter. You kicked me from the group DM. I'm gonna tell the, I'm gonna tell on you that you smoked weed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a pettiness that I, yeah, I you know, I do I do love pettiness as a petty person, but never like that. That one's very always funny. Pe- <laughs> <laughs> always petty up, never petty down. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, next section. Violent threats. All right, we're getting to the real bangers now. Laura Emery, Vice President of Young Americans for Freedom, and a senior <laughs> a senior in financial counseling and planning. Oh my god. Uh, That's so fucking dark, man. <laughs> uh, she said she heard Manak refer to a former ISU College Republicans board member, stating that the board member should be, quote, beaten, according to the document. Uh, and then it shows a screenshot of a text exchange here. Uh, the relevant part says, one time I was talking with Vlad and Tim and they were saying that Piper needed to get beaten. That's really all the violent threat they have. That one, kind of weak evidence in my opinion, but I'm sure he did it. Uh, And then this is the biggest one. This section is unbecoming of a member. So this is, he was just too, too rude. His conduct was just, (laughs) crosses the line. The document includes six allegations that it says fall under unbecoming of a member. A former board member of College Republicans wrote in the documents that Menach referred to Fridays as, quote, hard R Fridays. 
<laughs> and would <laughs> a tradition unlike any other. <laughs> and would use the N word in public time. conversation. It's like Tupac. I, I was sick of that too. <laughs> he got the oh, idea wow. from Jerry Foxhoven. He's like, how about we put a different spin on this? <laughs> yeah, how about we do this way worse? <laughs> <laughs> it's not they even call clever. us deplorables. I don't know why. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it says he uses the N-word in public conversation. I want to know how public they're talking. Uh, I'm guessing not very public because I can't imagine these guys are like brave enough to actually fucking like really let it fly like that. He goes to the mall food court and just screams it. <laughs> <laughs> Why hasn't he? Someone needs to beat him up. Why hasn't he got beaten up? Because he's not oh, around he's, any, I guarantee you he's not around any black people ever, so like him saying that is not gonna bother anybody that he's spending time with, I fucking guarantee it. And if it is, it's just like, oh wow, he said that word. Yeah. It's not like fuck you, I'm gonna beat the fuck if out of you. If there were any actual consequences, <laughs> they wouldn't be saying it. Yes, mm-hmm. that's correct. Yeah, oh, you're right. Yeah. This is the furthest that it goes right here. This stupid article. Am I going to get impeached from Rock Hard Caucus for making violent threats? <laughs> yes. <laughs> now that was very unbecoming. We already filed the documents. That was very unbecoming. <laughs> Listen, I satirically think that someone should beat the shit out of him, and that would fix a lot of problems. <laughs> uh, articles of impeachment require a three-fourths vote, and uh, if you want to check uh, check out who's on this episode, one, two, three, four, hmm. <laughs> I think we might be able to get that 75% threshold to impeach Natalie if we go strictly by you know, <laughs> boys versus girls here. <laughs> uh, Piper Christensen, an alumna from Iowa State and the college Republicans secretary from 2016 to 2018, said in the document that Manock displayed a lack of professionalism when he made and contributed <laughs> to multiple sexist jokes and comments during official college Republican meetings. I don't know how to phrase it, Hurley said. He would just be very weird around women. <laughs> and actually, uh, Amber, the author of this article, she put women in brackets. So, like, she's altering the quote in some uh, way. Uh, I'm going to guess that. Yeah, I'm going to guess Hurley said chicks or broads there. <laughs> or females. <laughs> Definitely females. Bitches. <laughs> He doesn't know how to act around bitches. (laughs) (laughs) He wouldn't treat them like other people, like the guys in the club. And it was just very weird, Hurley said. Imagine that. (laughs) The word I guess I want to use is like simping. (laughs) (laughs) Do it then. (laughs) But that's not professional. Did she include her definition of that? (laughs) Yes, indeed. Oh, okay, good, good. Uh, Simping is the act of overly catering to the desires of a love interest in the hopes of reciprocation, according to Urban Dictionary. (laughs) I'm going to college for journalism. (laughs) Hurley said Manak would be more professional to the men of college Republicans than the women. No surprise there. According to the document, Manak admitted to a member that he was the sole person responsible for inviting Nicholas Fuentes to a cam- to campus and emailed him about coming to Iowa State months before the event happened. Uh, Nicholas Fuentes, you guys know who that is? Sounds yeah. familiar. Okay. Uh, Fuentes is the host of America First, who said he could be accurately described as a white nationalist, as he is both white and a nationalist during a speech he delivered March 6th, 2019, at Iowa State University. 
During the speech, Fuentes blamed immigrants, globalists, and people of color for America's problems. Mm, globalists means Jews, if our listeners don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Amber put globalist in quotes, so I think she knows. <laughs> <laughs> it means Jews. <laughs> yeah. Uh, many students protested his appearance at Iowa State, and the location was kept secret until a few minutes before the speech. <laughs> Uh, more protesters appeared at the speech location than those who supported Fuentes. When Iowa State police told the organizers Fuentes could speak could not speak in the Iowa State building because no reservation for the room had been made, organizers moved the speech to the free speech zone in front of Parks Library. The free speech, free speech zone. <laughs> I love hearing shit like that. Anything that has to, yeah, that's so funny to me every time. Jacob Jacob Wool shit. <laughs> uh, once again, more protesters showed up than supporters of Fuentes. And the protesters had no warning. Right. So, like, they right. had to be, yeah. like, on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Minoc and Hurley have separately denied affiliations with the Fuentes event, according to an article written by the Iowa State Daily. There's a link there for anyone who wants to research further. Uh, Minoc said the event was a turning point event orchestrated by Hurley, which Hurley denied. Uh, Minoc then pinned the event on both Turning Point USA at Iowa State University and Ryan Hurley, the current president of Iowa State College Republicans. So uh, it sounds like Minoc invited this racist dude to speak on campus and then tried to blame Hurley, the other guy. Uh, And there's a screenshot of a couple of tweets from Nick Fuentes here. He says, I'll just say for... Iowa State Daily and Iowa State Dems, he tags them both. If Vlad Monak thinks he can throw me under the bus, that college Republicans absolutely planned this event in advance and Monak was directly involved. It betrays a shocking lack of character that he would say otherwise. <laughs> so This this guy is telling you you have a lack of character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuentes himself uh, has uh, pointed the finger at Monak. Uh, Hurley said at that time in March 2019 that he did not feel like he had the power or support to impeach Minoc. So things have changed, I guess, in the past year. Uh, additional unbecoming of a member actions. Charles Klapatoskis, a member of College Republicans and president of Young Americans for Freedom. Why do they have like five different groups? This is insane. <laughs> Just just all be white nationalists of Iowa State. Why are you, like, dividing yourself like this? Like, Yeah, it's just varying degrees of racism. Like, this group is slightly too racist for me, so I'll, uh, I'll go to the young Republicans instead of the whatever the fuck you just said. <laughs> uh, college Republicans and Young Americans for Freedom. Uh, young Americans for Freedom and Turning Point. Yeah, we also mentioned Turning Point. Is all, they also have a chapter at this campus. Uh, anyway, Charles Klapatoskis said in the impeachment documents that Manock accused then-Senator Randy Feenstra, uh, his campaign, of bribing college Republicans club members for an endorsement. <laughs> nice. Why does anyone care about their endorsement? I don't know. Uh, after consulting with the political director of the Feenstra campaign, it was revealed that in no way, shape, or form a bribe was mentioned or made, Klapatoskis wrote in the document. I reached out to the political director, Emily Schwickerath, and the campaign director, Matt Leopold, and they were saddened and frustrated to hear that this had been announced at an official college Republican meeting and confirmed that no bribe, no bribe was made whatsoever. 
Uh, the event made it harder to work with the campaign on the ISU campus, Klopotaskis wrote. It was also noted that Jacob Manak had been drinking and was intoxicated during the discussion. Uh, so what are your thoughts, guys? Do you believe that the Feenstra campaign attempted to bribe the Iowa State College Republicans? Uh, probably. <laughs> no, they would never. <laughs> For what purpose? Like, I mean, I guess they want to be like, oh, the kids are on board, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. But it's like, how many... That's not your your base, man. Like, you could focus on, like, turning over some, like, you know, never Trump farmer guys or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> Hey, good news. Young Americans for Freedom at Iowa State has not blocked me. So I'm about to have some fun this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe there is a higher percentage of conservatives on Iowa State's campus compared yeah, to some are. other. Yeah, I'm sure compared to, like, U of I, probably a little bit more. But... Yeah. Even still, like, I don't think it's going to move the needle at all. But, yeah, they definitely probably, definitely probably (laughs) bribe them. Of all the allegations in this article, like this one, I'm like, well, I mean, he might not have been lying about that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay. This next one is also very funny. This section is titled, Withholding Passwords. (laughs) More online (laughs) shit. In the document, Manak has been accused of withholding passwords during the transition to new staff members. <laughs> More petty shit. Uh, Mr. Hurley and I worked together to delete tweets and edit our Twitter biography that had been endorsing Kimberly Graham, a progressive candidate running for U.S. Senate. The biography itself stated, fan account of at Kimberly for Iowa. Uh, Kimberly Zavosky, Secretary for College Republicans and Senior in Elementary Education, wrote in the document. I think we heard from her earlier as well. Uh, so the official Twitter account of the Iowa State College Republicans uh, had a an irony bio that said they liked Kimberly Graham, our friend. Uh, Minock defended the state of the Twitter account by calling it a joke, Zavosky wrote. During the time Mr. Hurley and I were deleting the tweets and changing the Twitter account, we noticed that we were suddenly unable to make any more edits. We tried refreshing the page and found that we were logged out of the account. We attempted to log back in using the same Twitter handle and password we had been given by Manak, only to discover the password had been changed. Oh no! (laughs) Hurley and Zavosky tried to reach out to Manak and recover the password, according to the documents. Manak read the messages but did not respond. (laughs) Left them on read. Truly the biggest defense in this entire article. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the recovery message that was sent to the phone number with the last four digits being identical to Manak's number was rejected. Zavosky wrote in the documents, We attempted to reach out to Manak over the course of the next couple of days, only to have him evade our attempts or tell us that he would give us the password later and then ignore subsequent follow-up attempts. <laughs> <laughs> Zavosky said in the document that she messaged Manak on Group Me. I don't know what this app is. Group me? I've heard of it. She asked if the recovery phone number was his, which he confirmed. According to Zavosky's testimony in the documents, Manak said he would check for the password but did not respond to Zavosky. I still had no response, so I asked him for the password again, to which I again received no response. Zavosky wrote, In the College Republican official group me group chat, Hurley requested that individuals within the club report the account because it was no longer under our control. (laughs) (laughs) which started a long conversation in which we argued with Manak and asked him to send the passwords over. At the culmination of the discussion, Manak revealed the password in the public group chat, endangering the security (laughs) of our accounts, (laughs) and confirmed it in a direct message to me, Zavosky wrote. Okay, and this is the last sentence of the article. This is so good. 
The password was Ryan Hurley is a cuck 69. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I love him. He rocks, actually. This part is really funny. He rocks. So, like, the the new officers of the club were, like, undoing the bit that he had done with their Twitter account, like... endorsing the progressive senate candidate and he was so mad over this that he changed the password <laughs> and like locked them out <laughs> we stand a petty king <laughs> if only he was not uh racist and lusting after high school girls oh, I know. <laughs> if only it's too much to ask how many mm-hmm. times have i said that in my life <laughs> no shit yeah <laughs> It's happening all the time. That's, that's the, the dating experience. <laughs> uh, yeah, so as Chuck alluded to at the beginning of our reading of this article, you all should look this up. Look at the photo that was provided of this guy. Uh, very on brand. Just the look in his eyes, dude. Like, in that picture, just mm-hmm. like vacant, just pure psychopath. Yeah, he's got that stare that's like, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I, <laughs> like I can't guy. imagine... <laughs> I can't imagine why all these girls decided never to come back. (laughs) I believe they call it the Int-J stare. (laughs) All right, so that's all I've got for today's episode. Uh, How do you guys feel after all that? Um, I feel that everyone should go to the Iowa College (laughs) Republican Twitter page. No, don't. I gotta say, if you're gonna gonna simp, you gotta show respect. You can't simp and then secretly disrespect the people that you're simping for. Right, it sounds like That's true. It sounds like he was more negging than simping. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, send actually him a very correction. Effective. Send him a correction to Iowa State Daily. <laughs> uh, excuse me, Amber, I believe he was Dude, negging. Yes. Oh my god. Really Somebody has include to do the urban that. dictionary definition. <laughs> oh man, that'd be so funny to see the edit the editor's note. <laughs> I followed I followed uh, Amber, the student journalist. She seems pretty cool actually, so I I'm not going to like oh, awesome. harass her online or anything. <laughs> That's good. No, good no. Choice. The article is like good. Yeah, I love it. Like so. there's so many like sources. It's great. <laughs> yeah, and it's like laid out in a really funny way. I like her. Dude, yeah. I mean, how many how many opportunities do you get as a student journalist to have the last word of your article be Ryan Hurley is a cuck 69. Like that's <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Yeah. You dream about that. Is it's that cool. the uh, information you were talking about that makes you think that they will impeach him? <laughs> it's like this guy <laughs> Ryan Hurley was just so pissed that he got called a cuck that he's going to like <laughs> he's going to bribe <laughs> all of the uh, other members to vote against or vote for impeachment. <laughs> That's the kind of shit that makes them actually right, impeach someone. Right. That's why we mm-hmm. think they will, is if you call each other a yeah. cuck. If you, now it's if personal. You fucking, <laughs> yeah, if you sexually harassed high school girls, that's one thing. But <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, like, uh, they probably have like a document like this on every single member, but none of the other ones have like antagonized them yet. Like, they haven't crossed the group. Like. Uh, <laughs> Like oh, Vlad that's did. a good point. And that's the way it is. That's the way it is in probably all of these like conservative clubs. Yeah, because I mean, you know, keep... you know, these people love their problematic humor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't problematic though? Humor. <laughs> yeah, they all have some degree of alt right fucking representation. Oh yes, probably more than they've all we'd got like a hard R Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, compromise, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Hurley is a cock 69. 
<laughs> they may not have a day for it, but they all use the hard R from time to time. <laughs> so that's uh, that's your Rock Hard Caucus for today. Thanks, everyone, for listening. It was nice to have a, a classic episode f- for the yeah, first time. It was all right, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all these, these episodes are just an ordeal with all this, sh- yes. all this shit. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. It's always fun. It's nice to have the uh, the original crew back together. Yeah, 30 episodes, too. When did we start this? Was it, like, God, like, September last year? It's like, late August, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. We're coming up on a year. That's pretty wild. 30 episodes not including all the bonus content that you should pay for by going to patreon.com slash rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, do that. Right now. Now. <laughs> if, you, if you like what you hear in our free episodes, you'll probably also like the episodes that you have to pay for. Now that I just gave you the website, I'll give it to you again. That's patreon.com slash rockartcaucus. The minimum monthly uh, subscription fee is just $1, so it's pretty cheap. Yes. And for that, you get all, like, everything we've released so far. Uh, We started the Patreon in December, I believe, so we've got a few months of of content on there. I believe, like, 16 or so episodes available there. So, And we know you've got that stimulus money. All right, it's a dollar. It's a goddamn dollar a month. Twelve dollars a year. For the cost of a, a cup of coffee a month. Yes, Jesus. There's That's no a cheap all cup of, of coffee. You. Shit. Yes. This is cheaper than a cup of coffee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're losing money if you don't. If you happen right. to appreciate the voices of women, we've got some women-only episodes up there with Natalie and Stella. Those are some of the funniest things we've ever produced. We are reading aloud Craigslist ads, so it works as um, something for you to jerk it to as well. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, perfect! <laughs> a dollar is real is real cheap. For that, yeah, you're supporting so. sex work. <laughs> I'm actually scared to listen to any of those episodes. They're 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 too raunchy for me. <laughs> Wait, have you not listened? No, to I, the have, I have. I <laughs> have. I've listened to them all. Uh, and I'm almost done with uh, a book review series. Uh, I've spent way too many hours discussing uh, Joseph Dobian's <laughs> first novel with uh, everyone here and with uh, other friends of the show. I've got two episodes left, and then I think I have enough material for an additional bonus episode. So that's going to be 11 episodes total, some of them reaching almost two hours. So there's a ton of shit available <laughs> on our Patreon. The most attention anyone has ever paid to this man. <laughs> yeah. But he <laughs> is very, very funny. So If you Google Willie Wilden, our podcast appears on the first page of the results now, so we may be uh, <laughs> getting some attention from him at some point as well. That's incredible. <laughs> I'm a little that's nervous awesome. about that. Yeah, uh, hopefully we don't get sued. <laughs> I think this is fair use, but we'll see. No, yeah, if he actually, I mean, he might threaten, but I don't think anything would come of it. I I want him to. I love haters. Please send hate mail to rockhardcaucus at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd love some emails as well. Actually, I would uh, just please, like if you just had a face-to-face mail. conversation with him. And, you would? Uh, <laughs> for, yeah, for my sake, not yours. <laughs> <laughs> because it would be very funny. You kind of like, you know. I would love to sit down with Mr. Dobrian. You air out your differences. You you hook it out at the end. (laughs) And you leave with mutual respect for each other. I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) He'd want to fight you like Uwe Boll style. Like like him and Lotax in the (laughs) ring together. Yes, dude. I would be the Richard of the situation. (laughs) (laughs) You can box Joseph Dobrian. (laughs) Well, yeah, well, he's actually trying to kill you, and you're just, like, bobbing yeah. your head like a fucking... <laughs> right, yeah. I'm just here for the memes. Oh, shit, and Dobrian is actually into boxing, so that makes sense. 
Yeah, yeah, wow. he is. We could probably set this up, actually. Uh, <laughs> Joseph, if you're listening, I am willing to box you. He doesn't call it boxing. He calls it pugilism. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I think we've plugged everything we need to plug. We've discussed all the news we need to discuss. We've shit on Raygun as much as we need to for today's episode. I think it's time to say goodbye. Uh, so, listeners, please uh, say goodbye to Chuck. Now, Chuck, you can say goodbye Thank back. You. Yeah. Bye, goodbye. <laughs> uh, listeners, say goodbye to Natalie. Mm-hmm. Good, good. <laughs> Bye, listeners. Uh, listeners, say goodbye to Evan. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and uh, listeners, say goodbye to me. Goodbye. Goodbye from all of your friends on Rock Hard Caucus. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. A real gangster-ass nigga plays his cards right. A real gangster-ass nigga never runs his fucking mouth cause real gangster-ass niggas don't start fights. And niggas always got a hot cap. Showing all these boys how we shot him. But real gangsta-ass niggas don't flex nuts Cause real gangsta-ass niggas know they got em. And everything's cool in the mind of a gangster Cause gangsta-ass niggas think deep Up 365, yo, 24-7 Cause real gangsta-ass niggas don't sleep And all I gotta say to you Wanna be, gonna be cocksucking pussy pranksters Is when the fire dies down, what the fuck you gonna do? Damn, it feels good to be a gangster <laughs>